1: Welcome to Storybrook Weekly Mirror, the unofficial once upon a time internet radio show exclusively on poppychuloradio.com. Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Monday, September 19th, 2016, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Arruz. During tonight's special pre season six broadcast, we're going to bring you the hit ABC series' casting scoops and a whole lot of spoilers. So please welcome my co host for tonight's special broadcast, Katie. Welcome Katie. How have you been?
2: I've been really good. I can't believe that it's finally time for those sixth season to start and summer went by kinda of fast. So it's crazy. It's crazy.
1: I agree. I think we always say this in the preseason kickoff, but like the summer really did go by ridiculously fast i can't believe Man. we're back at this again for a brand new season of once upon a time i'm super excited to hear all of the spoilery scoops the spoilery tidbits that you're going to fill our listeners in on tonight i know that you have a uh, phenomenal outline of everything that has come out so far as far as casting information as well as like breakdowns per episodes and i know i know that you might get into the um like filming spoilers so i'm really excited for you to discuss all that but before we get into our special pre-season spoiler edition of Storybrooke weekly mirror here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us
0: like us on facebook Facebook.com slash Weekly Mirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at PoppyChulaRadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Storybrook Weekly Mirror and subscribe.
1: Thanks, announcer. So, Katie, the floor is yours. Please share with us all of the spoilery scoop that you have uh, so far in regards to Once Upon a Time's sixth season.
2: Okay, sounds great. So, there is a lot to go over. Um, so, I thought that I would start with the casting scoop, whether it be new cast, um, returning cast, guest stars anything like that, Um, just to kind of give you a general idea of the characters we may be talking about in various episodes. So if you remember from last season, I think it was just in the last two episodes, we had uh, we had um, Jekyll and Hyde Mm enter the scene. And so they will be playing in our season again. Um, We don't know how many episodes so far, but I think they filmed up to the eighth. Episodes so far and they're still heavily featured in those episodes so uh get ready for that i personally really really liked them a lot in the finale they were one of my favorite aspects of the finale to be honest so i'm really excited to um, get more of them in this season and to kind of delve into their characters more um uh, the first bit of news for returning characters that we haven't seen in a really long time is Archie Hopper. He's coming back. Yay. And he's yeah he's going to be we're gonna see him right away actually. we're gonna see him in the season six premiere. Um, and I think he's also filmed for a few other episodes um, so far. So I think the last time we saw him was like in season four. So it's been a couple seasons. Yes, he's Uh, been hanging
1: out uh, with Sydney.
2: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Wherever they are, they're hanging out. Yes. Doing stuff. Uh, And Pongo is coming back as well, which is kind of exciting. Can't have Archie without Pongo. Um, And they'll both be in the premiere, which if you look at promotional photos for the the premiere, um, you will see both of them in those photos, which is kind of fun. Um, they said about his return that he will be finding himself with a new patient, which they didn't delve into who exactly that patient is. Um, but it's kind of been hinted at that it's either Emma or it is uh Zelina.
1: Uh-huh, so Okay. I, yeah. I'm going to guess that it's probably Emma yes. based on other spoilery scoop about uh, I guess issues regarding being the savior. So yes. I think it's going to be her, but it'll be interesting to see if anybody else visits Archie as well, especially since he's back in the sense that he's back on camera,
2: Mm-hmm. which is, yeah, which is really interesting. So that'll be a lot of fun to see him back and all that fun stuff. So moving on, we do have a new, I think he's a recurring character. G- Gilles. I I always butcher names, okay? So just correct me
1: it's if I'm okay. wrong.
2: But I think it's Gilles Matthew will be playing the god of dreams, Morpheus, Ooh. in the sixth season. And this is how they describe his character. Matthew's character is the quick-witted and insightful god of dreams from Greek mythology. He's equally good at reading people as he is at hiding his own agenda. He'll be doing what Morpheus does best, guiding people through the world of dreams. Lest we forget, Belle is currently under a sleeping curse and we hear Morpheus will, in fact, be interacting with her as well as with Rumple. So, that's kind of interesting. Also, he's attractive, which is great. Um, <laughs> uh, but I- I've heard some interesting theories about him and I kind of had this one myself. Um, people have been speculating that possibly Morpheus... Maybe Bell Belle and Rumpelstiltskin's child. Kind of sped up, though. Because she would just be seeing him in her dreams. Uh... Which would make sense. There's kind of some theory. I mean, the theory has a lot of proof backed up to it. Um, so far, it's not like we know for sure. But, it would be an interesting plot. It would be kind of, you know, convoluted in a way. But, it would be an interesting plot point, I think.
1: Well, it's not like we've had babies speed up their um, due dates and and whatnot, so <laughs> it would not be true. a stretch on this show, it's but that true. would be an interesting interpretation. Yeah. And it would be kind of, well, they haven't said if, if he's going to end up being a series regular or whatnot, so if he just ends up being sort of like the, um, the, the Sleeping Cursed Dream version of their mm-hmm. child... It would still be interesting if, that's, if that's like, when she comes out of that, if she not necessarily gives birth to an adult, <sighs> but if, like, let's say they both come out of the sleeping curse together or something like that, and so mm-hmm. she actually has this grown man as her child. I doubt they're going to go that route.
2: Probably not, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, all these, you know elaborate theories that people come up with that would actually turn out to be really cool don't actually usually happen. So, probably not, but I think it would be interesting. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Hadn't I... And I don't remember what it was, but hey, I think it would be interesting. Um, I think... They they did not specifically say, say, state in the article if you would be... In more than one episode, but I believe he will be. So I guess we can look forward to seeing more of his character. And I think it's interesting that they're bringing in more Greek mythology as well. Instead of having it just in the past, um, last half of season five, they're actually kind of bleeding it over into this season as well, which is really interesting.
1: Another interesting thing, because he is the god of dreams. Mm Mm-hmm. It would be interesting if we just see him sort of be involved in like maybe giving Bell a um, a better experience mm-hmm. in the sleeping curse versus like what we've seen in the past with the sleeping curse because like they're in fire and that yeah, kind exactly. of thing. It'll be interesting to see if maybe he I don't know like um, what's what would be the right word like get, gets a liking to Bell yeah and maybe that's why he treats her a little bit better in the sleeping curse. And then all of a sudden, we have uh, Morpheus fighting rumple for Bell's love or something.
2: oh, snap. That would be interesting. But I mean, you did bring up a good point because you forget that when you're in a sleeping curse, you go to that world or land of you know the, the fireplace where it's all you know fire continually. Um, I think the last time we saw that was in season two, so... Yeah, maybe he has mercy
1: on her because she's pregnant.
2: Exactly, because I don't think you'd want to send a pregnant person there. It'd be pretty bad. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they follow through with all of that. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see his character and see how he relates to, um, to Belle and Rumple because he does converse with both of them, apparently. So that'll be interesting, especially since Rumple is not in a sleeping curse. So, um, yeah, it'll be fun. Um, regarding another guest role, Craig Horner has received the guest role of the Count of Monte Cristo. He will be appearing in at least one episode, and I believe that is the second episode of the season. So make sure to look forward to that. It'll be fun. He looks... I mean, I think it's really interesting that they're bringing all these kind of obscure people to this, to a uh, storybook, you know, like the Count of Monte Cristo, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. So I'm excited to see that for sure. Um, and then a returning character who we haven't seen since season, when, when, when did we see her last? I can't remember. It might have been season three, but it was only a brief glimpse is Jesse Schramm. Who played Cinderella? So she's going to be back for the third episode of this season.
1: This is exciting because it's not just like her in present day. It seems as if, from like spoilers and stuff, that she's going to be in flashbacks as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, she will be, which is super interesting. Um, They kind of described a little bit of what we're going to be seeing. They said, it is revealed that the maid turned princess has a connection to the land of untold stories, which in the season five finale relocated its many denizens to Storybrooke. Also the same episode will explore the origin of the friendship between Cinderella and Snow White, which was first established in the fourth episode of season one. So I think that's really interesting because I was always kind of curious about how, you know, Snow and, um, Snow and Cinderella got to know each other, um, how their friendship started and all of that. So, it'll be fun that we finally get to see the beginning of that uh, and to see her in flashbacks. I'm really, really excited because I think, I'm trying to think back and I think the last time we saw her was in season three or maybe it wasn't. I can't remember, but no, it was because it was during that one episode in season three when we had all of the moms that kind of got together, um, so it was like Aurora with her baby, and then it was Snow with her new baby, and then it was, um, it was Cinderella with her baby too. And they had accidentally switched the gender of the baby from a girl to a boy. That was that big uh, debacle, I guess you could see say. Um, but I think they got the that was the
1: fourth season because that was, was during the Frozen art.
2: Oh my gosh, that was
1: because that season. was the episode I remember that. Um... That uh, everyone thought uh, Emma was dangerous, remember? Yeah,
2: that's right. And that was, I, I was thinking Frozen was the second half of season three for some weird reason. So no, that was the fourth season. But, I mean, she was in that episode, but it was like super briefly. So I'm really excited because we haven't seen her in a really long time. And she was one of my favorites from season one. Like, you got to see her a little bit. In yeah, I like Cinderella. Yeah. So that'll be fun to see. Um, and then some of the bigger casting scoop for the season is that Jafar and Aladdin and Princess Jasmine are coming onto the scene. Um, it's a whole
1: new world, baby.
2: It is. It's a whole new world. Um, for those of you who were Once Upon a Time in Wonderland fans, unfortunately, Jafar has been recast Uh, Naveen Andrews could not reprise his role because he's busy filming for the Netflix show Sense8. Um, So he has been recast. And Odette Fair, that I think is Fair, will be playing the character. Um, If you kind of want to get a brief glimpse of his character and how he's acting as Jafar, um, if you go to YouTube um, and type in Once Upon a Time... Aladdin preview, there was a sneak peek that was shown at Comic-Con with Aladdin and Jafar, and it's really, really interesting. Um, I think think that he is taking a really good job of um, taking over the role from Naveen. Um, I think he does a really good job. I'm still kind of disappointed because I really loved Naveen as Jafar, Um, and I really wanted to see him on the main show, but I guess if he's filming, he couldn't come back, which sucks. Um, but I, am happy that they at least got someone who seems like they can take up the role really well. Um, so yeah. Um, and as for Aladdin, okay, I'm going to try to pronounce this correctly. Is it Dennis or Denis? Denise? I think is Dennis. Dennis Acton is will be playing Aladdin for this season. Um, he actually, if you compare him to the cartoon version, or the animated version of Aladdin, he looks a lot like Aladdin, which is really exciting. Uh, I'm really excited to see him. Um, he and the girl who they picked for Jasmine seem to have a lot of fun behind the scenes, which is really cool. Um, and I think he did a good job in the kind of sneak peek preview video that we saw of Aladdin at Comic-Con. Um, and then one of the more exciting news, if you watched Galavant, which was on, which I think was the hiatus show for Once Upon a Time? Yes. Yes, that's right. It took place between the winter, or, er, yeah, between the winter or the fall and the spring um, halves of Once Upon a Time, um... And that did end up getting canceled. But because of that, we were able to get Karen David, who played Isabella on Galavant, cast as Princess Jasmine for the season. Which is really exciting because I really liked her. And I think she was, um, when people would fan cast for Aladdin in the show, um, she was like the top pick for Princess Jasmine. So I'm really excited that they went with her. Um, she seems to really fit the role really well. There was a promo that came out last night, I believe it was that kind of gave us a quick glimpse at Jasmine and Aladdin and she looks great as Jasmine. Um, I'm personally really, really excited to see her. Um, so as sad as it is that Galvant was cancelled, we did get to have her join our show because of that. so that's kind of exciting. Um, So those are the three characters, the new characters who are going to be kind of probably a little bit more heavily featured than any of the other ones, which is going to be exciting. Um, There was also a guest role that was cast. um, Jordan A. Olson, which I believe is a child actor, will be playing the guest role of the Oracle. And I looked at her pictures and I think... I think she was the girl in the preview in the Aladdin preview video. Um, I think she's the girl that Jafar kind of um, waved the staff at and she got thrown across the room or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Think that's
2: her. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I believe that's her. So she will be playing the guest role, of the Oracle. Where I don't think it was said what episode, but I believe it is the first one. Um, and then another, another casting news is that Farron Tahir was cast as the legendary Captain Nemo from 10,000 leagues under or sorry 20,000 leagues under the sea.
1: Um, yes, you were 10,000 <laughs> leagues short.
2: <laughs> Not 10,000, that's wrong. <laughs> So, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, uh, and that will be in the sixth episode of the season. Um, this is what they said: They said we are thrilled to give Once Upon a Time a Once Upon a Time spin to the classic character of Captain Nemo from one of our favorite Disney films, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. We're excited to see his mythology merge with Storybrooke's own Captain Hook, as we know. If not, if for no other reason than to see the Jolly Roger go up against a submarine. So, that's going to be really exciting. Um, I'm, re- I'm really, really excited for that episode. I think it's going to be fun. Um, I love that they're pulling characters from more classic tales um, rather than just exclusively fairy tales or uh, popular Disney movies that we've been seeing a lot of lately. So, I'm really excited um, to see who they, um, or how they put their spin on these things. Um, so I think that's basically all we have for returning cast, except to note that Adam did post a photo today or he posted a tweet and he said that they were watching the premiere today and he posted a photo and the blue fairy was on the screen. So it
1: looks like
2: Shady is back. Um, She's
1: not shady to me I love her
2: <laughs> No I love her I'm I'm excited to see her back She hasn't been on in a while either I actually don't remember when she was last on But I don't believe it's been for a while
1: I think it was uh, The um, The What was it when, um, when What do you call it When Zelina and Belle went to the underworld
2: Oh okay yeah, that's Remember,
1: right. Remember, because she was uh, in uh, the um, the convent, the nunnery.
2: Mm-hmm, that's right. Okay, so that was in the last half of last season. Um, yeah. She she pops up more than I think other guest characters do, which is interesting. Um, but she is actually back as the blue fairy, exclusive. Or I mean, I don't know if she's back as the, uh, you know, what's her name. My brain's not working today. As the
1: mother superior, mother
2: superior. Yes, she in the hallelujah in the yeah in the picture that he showed. She was in her classic blue dress um, as a blue fairy flying around. So that'll be kind of exciting to see. Um, so that's basically all of the casting news. Um, we will move on to. Um, to just the episode breakdowns before we do that though there was a description for this season released and i'll just read that to you right now so you can kind of get a general idea of what's going to be happening this season as once upon a time returns to abc for its sixth season so does its classic villain the eel queen creators edward kitsis and adam horowitz invite you to join everyone's favorite fairy tale characters as they face off against this supercharged enemy When Regina split herself in an attempt to eliminate her evil half, she unwittingly released the evil queen. Now the evil queen is back and ready to leave a trail of destruction in her wake. Meanwhile, Regina is quickly learning that destroying her dark side won't be that easy, especially when dealing with the consequences of having unleashed the queen on Storybrooke. Emma learns a life-altering secret that could have serious consequences for her family and loved ones. While the heroes grapple with what Emma is confronting, Henry welcomes the new arrivals from the land of untold stories by pledging to help them complete their tales. But when Snow White, Prince Charming, Regina, Captain Hook, and Delina become entwined in these untold tales, they find themselves haunted by their own unfinished past. Meanwhile, after handing Storybrook over to Mr. Hyde, Mr. Gold continues his quest to wake Belle from her self-induced sleeping curse in hopes of reuniting with both her and their unborn child. This season, our heroes will be met with many surprises, including Aladdin, a former savior who may be able to offer Emma just the help she needs, Jafar, Princess Jasmine, the Count of Monte Cristo, and Morpheus. So lots of stuff to look forward to this season. I'm personally really, really excited for the Land of Untold Stories and to kind of get some all of these characters coming back and um, needing their tales completed. Um, so that's going to be interesting, in my opinion. I'm really excited to see that. Um, starting off with the premiere episode, um, the first episode of season six which is titled the savior and was written by adam horowitz and eddie kitzis there are a bunch of script teases out there's a press release there's promotional photos there's promos um you can find links to all of those if you go to my blog um the link would be storybrookmirror.tumblr.com forward slash spoiler roundup all in one word Um, if you go there, you can find all of the links to the script teases and the promotional photos and the promos and press releases. So, uh, you'll definitely want to check those out if you'd like to. Um, I will actually read the press release for the first episode right now since we do have that. Um, this is what it says. In the season premiere episode, The Savior, as our heroes set out to stop Hyde, Emma devolves a mysterious side effect, and Storybrooke becomes a haven for refugees from the land of untold stories. Meanwhile, Regina and Zelina embrace their newfound sisterhood by becoming roommates, while Rumpel tries to free Belle from the sleeping curse with the help of a stranger. In a flashback, Jafar confronts an afflicted Aladdin in Agrabah, and a secret about the Savior is revealed. So we got a lot, a lot of stuff coming up. Um, Interesting as far as guest characters for this episode go. Archie is back as we discussed earlier. Beverly Elliot is back as Granny. Um, Also, Jordan Ash... Oh, here, this is interesting. We talked about the Oracle earlier. I did not realize this until I looked at this, but Jordan... Ashley Olson will be playing the Oracle in this episode, but her um, guest character is listed as the Young Nurse slash Oracle. So I'm kind of curious about the Young Nurse thing. Um, Also, one of the Musketeers will be in this episode, and Nurse Ratchet will be in this episode. Um, She is that nurse who's at the bottom of, or in the insanity ward, I guess you could say, at the bottom of uh, Storybrooks Hospital um, she pops up every now and then so she will be appearing again in this episode um someone asked when the premiere would be opening up you know is it is there gonna be a time jump at all and they said that the premiere will open up just moments after season 5 ended so I guess we won't be getting any blanks um, there at all um There will be a new operation between Henry and Emma, and yes, it will have a new name, and we will learn it in the premiere episode. Um, There's been so many operations. Operation Cobra, Operation Cobra Part 2, Operation, was it Light Swan or Dark Swan? There have been a lot of operations, Um, But we'll be getting another one in this episode, which is kind of fun, especially since it's between Henry and Emma again. Um, And this season has been said to have a very season one feel to it. So that's going to be kind of exciting to see. As far as filming news goes, um, a scene with charming snow, Regina, Emma, Henry, and Jekyll was filmed in the forest. Um, I believe this was the scene that was filmed next to a crashed airship. Um, You can kind of catch glimpses of that in the promotional photos, as well as the promos. There was another scene at the set of Mr. Gold's Pawn Shop, which, interesting, it is not, Mr. Gold's Pawn Shop is not uh, being filmed at a shop in Steveson anymore. It is actually an in-studio set, so they will not be filming Mr. Gold's shop in Season anymore. It will all be filmed in studio. Um, but there was a scene filmed at Mr. Wills Pawn Shop um, with Emma, Charming Hook, and Jekyll. There was another scene in Storybrook of Charming and Hook running towards something. I believe this is in front of the mayor's house. Um, So, Charming and Hook are running towards something and Snow is running towards Emma who looks as if she's been knocked over and needs help getting up. Um, Kind of in that same scene, Hyde and Regina have a scene together and then there was another scene where Hyde is kind of flipped through the air onto the hood of Regina's Mercedes uh, so crazy stuff's going down obviously in this episode um, there's also this is very interesting scene filmed and we did catch a glimpse of it in the promo that came out last night there was a scene filmed of Emma sword fighting a large hooded figure in the middle of Storybrook and it's kind of an eerie scene it's at night there's a lot of fog. Um, it appears from what people were seen filming, it appears that she was stabbed and someone yells no. And then, as she is kneeling in front of this figure, Hook, Henry, Snow, and Charming run towards her. And then we see Hook comforting Henry. So, a bunch of crap's going to go down in this episode, apparently. Um, but I'm really excited to see it. They did send out screeners for the episode. Um, today to news outlets, so we should see interviews um, coming out in the next few days um, teasing us as to other things that are going to happen in the premiere, so you definitely want to look out on social media for those. Um, Moving on to the second episode of the season, Um, it is entitled A Bitter Drought, and it was written by Andrew Stambliss and Dana Horgan. Um, this is the episode that the Count of Monte Cristo will be in. Uh, All we, and then moving on to filming news for this episode, there was a huge scene with lots of characters filmed in the forest, and the characters that we could see from pictures were Emma Snow, Regina, and Lena. Um, I believe there were several other characters, but we didn't get pictures of them to officially confirm. Um, there was also a Henry and Regina scene filmed in front of Granny's Diner. And there was a scene between Regina and the Evil Queen filmed on the docks. And on that same docks was a sword fight between Charming and the Count of Monte Cristo. Um, I think you could catch a glimpse of that sword fight in one of the promos that um, came out. Um, And apparently, a couple people saw that there will be a blackout that will happen in this episode. Kind of a blackout that happens in Storybrooke. I don't know what's going on with that, but I guess be on the lookout for it. Um, The third episode of the season is titled The Other Shoe, and it was written by Jane Espenson and Jerome Schwartz. Um, this is the episode that Cinderella will be appearing in, um, and we kind of talked about what'll be involved in that. There'll be backstory as well as um, we'll be seeing Cinderella in the main uh, current storybook happenings as well. Um, I think Jennifer Morrison, yes, Jennifer Morrison posted a behind the scenes um, picture of her laying on Archie's couch. Um, So apparently she is the one who will be Archie's new patient. Um, So we'll be seeing her interacting with him. Cinderella and Snow White definitely filmed the flashback. Um, I think it was Jesse... Sh- I always mix up this name. <laughs> Jesse Schramm posted a behind-the-scenes picture of her and um, Jennifer Goodwin, um, all dressed up for their flashback scene in this episode. Um, there was also a cute scene filmed where Hook and Henry are sword fighting with sticks. Um, and then Emma kind of walks up and interrupts, and it appears that Henry goes to school after that, um, like they're walking him to the bus stop or whatever. So, apparently he still goes to school. It's been a few seasons. I think he's missed a few grades, but, uh, he is going to school, which is kind of exciting. Um, there was a scene with Cinderella, Hook, Emma, and Henry that was filmed in an alleyway. Um... Not sure exactly what happened there, but it looked interesting. Um, there was also a scene... This is interesting. There was a scene filmed, and for sure we saw Hook and Emma in that scene. But it was filmed on a set that looked very much like Alice's house from Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. And I believe people confirmed that it was the same set. So...
1: Oh, that's fascinating.
2: Yeah, it's kind of...
1: Well, I, I believe uh, you forgot, Katie, about this, but uh, and I totally forgot about this until you mentioned Alice's house, but Dr. Lydgate, the character from Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, which is the doctor that uh, Alice met at the asylum, and remember in Wonderland he-, he was like not believing her, but then all of a sudden he saw the white rabbit, mm-hmm. and-, and so he kind of... Um, He kind of (laughs) went nuts cuckoo (laughs) himself. But he's going to make an appearance at some point this season. I don't know which episode where I don't know. I I think TV line announced it or maybe it was entertainment weekly. And and they're like, you know, the doctors are going to meet or something like that. Yeah. Dr. Jekyll.
2: I completely forgot about that. But yeah, he will be returning. I can't remember if they specified an episode or not. But it's curious that he is coming back.
1: Curious and curiouser.
2: Exactly. It's very curious that he's coming back and then in this episode there was a scene filmed at the uh, set that looks that is Alice that was Alice's house in the Once Upon a Time in Wonderland spin-off. So I mean I don't know if they're
1: just—that's to re- be interesting. It's like why are they there? Yeah, I know.
2: I don't know if they're like completely reuse or you know reusing the set and changing it into something else, or if they're which wouldn't it, be which, surprising. You know, it could be, um, or if they're just gonna keep it as Elsa's house. I don't know, but I'm excited to find out what's gonna happen there, um, for sure. Um, there was a lot of behind-the-scenes photos posted, um, and one of them showed that there will be a royal ball happening in this episode, um, which is fun because we know that um, Snow and Cinderella went to that ball together. um, And uh, we'll be seeing another royal ball with Cinderella and Snow White.
1: Mm -hmm. It'd be funny if this this episode, in particular just because of the Alice-ish house, if they finally make the connection that we all have hoped mm-hmm. for, that uh, Anastasia from over on Once Upon a Time in Wonderland is one of the evil stepsisters it would be very to Cinderella. It would
2: be super interesting because there was another scene filmed for this episode. It was a backstory scene where um, it appeared that one of Cinderella's stepsisters was meeting up secretly with a footman, and it looked like they were in love, and the stepmother, who did play... I think they confirmed that she played the stepmother in both the fourth episode of season one of On Spent a Time. Did we confirm that she played the... she played Anastasia's mother?
1: No, it was was a different actress. Okay,
2: well, disregard that. Um, But the stepmother... Comes up behind um, Anna or Cinderella's stepsister and the footman, and she knocks this guy to the ground. She like hits him behind the head, and he falls.
1: Well, damn. Yeah,
2: and then bef- she's gonna like beat this guy up with her cane. And Cinderella comes up and stops her. And she kind of talks to her for a little while. And then the stepmother drags the stepsister into the castle. Telling her that she can't be in a relationship with the footman. He's below her. And then Cinderella tries to help the man. Um, so we do get to see one of the stepsisters. I don't know if maybe they'll make a reference to... Maybe the stepmother will make a reference to uh, her other stepsister falling in love with yeah. um, someone who is less less than her quote-unquote um
1: that would be yeah. interesting if this one turns out to be drisella mm-hmm. and there is some sort of reference as as you mentioned like you know oh your sister you know she vanished into a looking glass with uh, uh this rube and blah blah <laughs> blah and that kind of thing yeah
2: exactly i mean it would be a quick way for them to kind of reference that and in- make us all happy because we've been asking for this for a while it's not a big theory of everybody so i would be extremely happy if it was even just briefly mentioned like that
1: i agree because it's it's i mean i would love to see emma rigby back Mm -hmm. but that would be a very cheap plot expositiony type of thing that would connect the stories without needing emma rigby back even though i would love to see her again
2: exactly exactly um, so, crossing our fingers for that. And then the other note of, um, filming was that the guy who plays Thomas is back for this episode, and he was seen in Storybrooke walking around with his daughter, Alexandra, who has grown up a lot, um, into a toddler, um, he's seen walking around in Storybrook with her, and then Emma is seen walking around with a tennis, sh- she's walking around with some sort of shoe in her hand, which is interesting, um... So, yeah, something's going on, and it kind of ties into the title, which was The Other Shoe. So, I'm excited that we get to see Thomas back, and we get to see um, Alexandra and Cinderella. So, I think it's going to be interesting, um, for sure. So, moving on, the fourth episode is titled Strange Case, and is was written by David H. Goodman and Nelson Solar. Um, So, he's a new writer to the show. Um, which is interesting. We don't have much, um, news about this episode. Um, there was something that I did forget to mention earlier. Uh, David Anders is back and he is playing Victor Frankenstein again, as we know. We last saw Dr. Whale in last season and he, he had kind of changed. I mean, he changed his hair in the show, to that like platinum blonde. But basically he just didn't change it over from his eye zombie filming. So they kind of made like yes. a fun little comment about that. Like you know Emma changes her hair and no one makes a comment. And now I changed my hair and everyone has to make all these comments. Which was really funny. Um, but he is back for this episode. I believe it's this episode. Um, There was kind of debate whether it was this episode or the previous episode. But I think it makes the most sense for it to be this episode since this one seems... I mean, it's called Strange Case. So I'm guessing that it's dealing with Dr. Jekyll. uh,
1: This might actually be the episode with Dr. Lidgate. Oh, that could be too. Because I remember... As I mentioned, like the article is like a powwow of the doctors, and I believe now that you mentioned David Anders, I believe that they had mentioned, you know, uh, that he's coming back, Frankenstein, and so now Lydgate yeah. is in the mix. Yeah. So
2: it's basically going to be like Frankenstein, Lydgate, and then Dr. Jekyll as well, um, which is really interesting. And his hair is blonde or the platinum blonde still in the behind-the-scenes photos. He's got his long, classic of Victor Frankenstein lab coat on, but his hair is platinum blonde. But, I don't think it would matter if they do film it in black and white. I really want them to go back to black and white land. So, I'm kind of hoping that for some reason, these doctors were in the black and white Katie, light world. don't
1: tease me about... Black and white steampunk Transylvania land. To me, it makes
2: no sense because I feel like they. Why would his hair be platinum blonde if it was going to be in color? If it's in black and white, then it doesn't matter. Black and
1: white steampunk Transylvania land.
2: But like. Katie, are my dreams coming true? I'm crossing my
1: fingers. Our dreams. (laughs) I'm crossing my fingers. We've only been talking about it since this freaking show, uh, and I mean this show as far as, like, this podcast has been in existence.
2: so true. So, let's cross our fingers and maybe it'll actually happen.
1: Katie, I didn't even think about that, (laughs) but that now gets me ridiculously excited.
2: (laughs) I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. So, I'm hoping when that promo comes out that they, like, show flashes of the black and white world because I need it so badly.
1: I need Black and White Steampunk Transylvania Land. (laughs) And also need for them to like name it. Because I don't... One of the reasons, listeners, why I call it Black and White Steampunk Transylvania Land, even though it's a very long name, is because I don't like the name of the land with no color. The black and white world. Or (laughs) the land without color. I just think those are stupid names. Like There should be an actual name for that land. We need a
2: name. So maybe we'll get it. (laughs)
1: Maybe it is Transylvania. That would be
2: pretty cool. I'd be okay with that. It'd be super cool. So, yeah, Victor Frankenstein's back. Um, there was another scene filmed with Bell Hook and Rumple aboard the Jolly Roger. And the interesting thing is, it appeared that Bell was in a nightgown. So, people are speculating that maybe she's, like, staying on the Jolly Roger for some reason. Um, we don't know why. But she was in what appeared to be a nightgown, um, and she had a conversation with Hook as well as Rumple. And she kind of looked like she was upset with Rumple in the uh, pictures. Um, also, Jasmine filmed in this episode, and she was in Storybrooke clothing, not her Fairy Tale Land clothing or her Egg clothing, which is interesting. Um, moving on to Episode five. It was t- it is titled Street Rats, and it was written by Andrew Andrew. It was written by Adam Horowitz and Eddie Kitsis, and it was directed by Norman Buckley. So, as we know, Street Rats refers to Aladdin. I believe that's what Jafar called Aladdin. He was a street rat. Um. So. Jasmine and Aladdin film scenes in Storybrooke. And they had Storybrooke clothing on, which is really interesting. Um, so they did, their characters did end up in Storybrooke. Um, there was a scene with Emma. Um, she was, it looked like she was packing stuff into her car. And Archie kind of approached her. So he will be in this episode as well. So he approached her and appeared to be having a conversation with her. It looked to people like he was like persuading her to stay or something and then she gets in her car and leaves anyway and it looked like he was upset after she left so i'm not sure what's happening there but um yeah um there was also a kiss scene that happened between captain swan um and then gold filmed the scene in front of granny's diner and zelina was there with her baby Who is named Robin, as we now know. Um, and an interesting thing to add about Gold, which I did not mention earlier. Um, he's going to be getting a haircut this season. Um, (laughs) he had filmed for another movie over the summer. And he had kind of cut his hair for that role. And apparently they kept it for this season. And, um asked if they would be mentioning the haircut and they said absolutely they will definitely be mentioning it um because in the premiere he has a wig on in the promotional photos his old wig um but he will be cutting his hair i think it's by the second episode it might even be in the premiere episode we're not sure there so you go. His classic Mr. Gold hair is going to be gone. He's had that hair for like five seasons. So, it's going to be crazy. But he is getting a haircut. Um, Moving along, we are on to the sixth episode of the season. Which is titled Dark Waters. It was written by Andrew Sambleese and Bridget Hales. This is the episode that Captain Nemo will be appearing in. Um, and we'll also get flashbacks with Hook. Um, Pirate Hook is back. He... Colin O'Donoghue posted pictures, um, of his old coat and his jewelry, so we will definitely be seeing our old pirate Captain Hook back. Um, there was also a scene filmed in Storybook with Belle, and that's basically all the information we have on this episode. The next episode is episode 7, and it is titled Heartless, and it was written solely by Jane Espenson. Which is going to be a good episode. Any episode Jane Espenson writes is a good episode. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, All we have on this one is that Aladdin and Emma filmed a scene as they're walking through the streets of Storybrooke and they were talking. So this kind of probably relates to the whole um, savior mythology that we'll be getting into. Where there's an issue with being the savior and Aladdin already knows about these issues, so he's probably talking to Emma about them as well. Um, there was also a scene filmed in the forest with a ton of people, and Grumpy was there. So we get to see Grumpy back, which is exciting. Um, probably be yelling about something again. Who knows? And then the latest episode that we know of is titled, is the eighth episode and it is titled I'll be your mirror and it was written by Jerome Schwartz and Leah Fong so that's that's the only information we have on this episode we just recently got the title so I do not have any idea what this episode will be referring to um I mean the title is I'll be your mirror which is a song um I looked it up on google but that's all I know. I, I don't have any other ideas about what it would be about.
1: A lot of people are hoping that Sydney returns, yeah. but they haven't announced that yeah. yet. So,
2: crossing our fingers, he's been gone for a while. We don't know where he is, but he is in Starbrook, so we shall find out. So, that's all I have for the episode breakdowns. So Let's we'll look into some more general spoilers right now. So, kind of an exciting bit of news is that instead of having a set of episodes in the fall and then a long break and then the rest of the half of the episodes in the spring, we're going to be having no hiatus break. There will be a solid 22 episodes that will play. We'll probably have several weeks of, you know, there's not going to be one this week, but it'll be on in two weeks or whatever. But um, we will not be taking a long break in the winter. And they have said that there will be a 22-episode arc rather than just you know they fight they fight the bad guy they kill the bad guy in the first half second half we get a completely new set of bad guys and they fight the bad guy and kill the bad guy so um we're kind of beginning a 22 episode arc which is exciting I'm really excited it's gonna have a season one slash season two feel to it um, rather than what we've had the past few seasons. I'm excited to see how it shakes up. Yeah, show. I'm
1: excited about um, the 22 episode arc. I'm not excited about the non-break.
2: Yeah, I'm not excited just specifically for the ratings mm-hmm. too, because oh, I just remember in the second season it was horrible. They were like, you know, we'd have one episode, then two week long break, and then another episode, and then like another break, and was crazy so I'm not looking forward to that aspect I'm selfishly not looking I'm selfishly looking forward to not having to wait three months I think it was or was it two months however long it was I'm selfishly excited to not have to wait that long but I know it's probably gonna trip up a lot of casual viewers so it'll be interesting to see how it affects the overall thing of the show but we'll see um, they said about the 22 episode arc, they said, Adam said, that's actually providing the opportunity to look at our characters in a different way. What's really exciting about it is for season six, really being in work again, as we hinted in the finale last year and seeing the evil queen split, it's allowing us to do that for a lot of our characters, not as literally, but it's turning inward on a lot of these characters that we've been with for five seasons so far so that'll be interesting for sure um just to see how they handle this new format or an old format that we haven't gone to since season two um they also said that the land mental stories is going to provide a new avenue into the characters we've come to know and love over the last five seasons. The intent is that these new characters and new stories are really a reflection on what's going on inside of our characters. With Lana and the Evil Queen, that's the starkest example, which we've already teased. We're literally going inside of her and pulling her apart. There are elements of that that we're planning to do for each and every one of these characters. And that was scoop that was revealed in EW's spoiler room scoop. Um as we already mentioned, the show is going to open up just moments after season 5 ended. They are going to be exploring how Hyde's arrival impacts I'm sorry, impacts everyday life. They want to get back to the season one and season two feel of small town stories. For example, Emma is a sheriff, Snow is a teacher, Grumpy is a janitor. So they kind of want to get back to their roots in that aspect. Um, which is going to be interesting, for sure. I've kind of been wanting that for a while, so I'm really excited to see how they handle that. Um, in an interview done at Comic-Con, Lana revealed that this version of the Evil Queen is terrifying because she is pure evil and darkness without a conscience. Um, so we'll see how Lana handles that portrayal of this Evil Queen. Regarding the Aladdin-Jafar story, we are only going to get a taste of that whole storyline in at first in the premiere. They'll focus more on the, their storyline later on. Um, they're going to kind of focus on the Evil Queen and Hyde and stuff first, but we will be getting tastes of the Aladdin Far stories um, in the premiere and a little bit throughout. Um, the first few episodes, but we'll be getting more of it later on. Um, and that was revealed in an interview done by Pop Sugar. Um, if you watched the preview video for um, for uh, the um, Aladdin, the introduction of Aladdin, Jafar, um, there was somebody who noticed. This was also in the Pop Sugar interview. They noticed that the red bird was in the room. And was they asked if that was a, ref, a reference to Iago. Um, and they said that it's a good thing that you noticed that. Because it, it is something that definitely comes into play later. And it was a very clear thing to notice. Um, mm. So it's something important. Yeah, which is interesting to me. So that's definitely going to come into play later. Um, so watch out for that. Um, could this be the year of snowing? Um, that is what the creators have said. They said that they kind of want to get back to seeing a lot more of Snow and Charming. They want to see them on adventures again. Um, so they have said that this may be the year of snowing. Um, which I don't think you can top the first season, um, as far as snowing goes. But, hopefully we'll see a lot more. Yeah,
1: well, something crash lands down that, uh, is going to affect them. Which I think is interesting.
2: Yes, exactly. We'll be going over that a little bit. But um, yeah, something major does happen. Um, that's going to kind of be relating to Stone Charming a little bit. Um, Zap to it asked if Emma and Hook will be having some more quiet moments after so much adventure and. Netflix trouble. and chill! Um, Right? That's basically what they said. (laughs) And Adam said that we may be seeing some brief flickers of quiet moments happening for that couple. At least, you know... Yes, he
1: needs to see see his animated counterpart.
2: That's... I want them all to see that so badly. So badly. Um, I think it would be really interesting. So, hopefully, hopefully we get to see... We get to see that. Um... EW did another hot seat article um, going over this season and there wasn't a ton that were really interesting, I guess you could say, but a few of the things, or at least two of the things that I picked out um, was that someone asked, or they asked if we will be seeing more of Henry and Violet this season and Eddie said, absolutely, we will be seeing more of Um, those two this season Um, and then someone asked will we be seeing the chipped cup again and last we know the chipped cup was smashed I believe Um, and they said yes we will be seeing it again so be on the lookout it's coming back chips coming back in an article done by EW um, they revealed that this year we'll be delving into and learning about the savior mythology um especially since we know emma wasn't the first savior um now that we saw the aladdin preview aladdin was or is a savior the once upon a time bosses say it's possible we'll meet the very first savior but the story is meant to delve further into the pressures of what it means to be the savior um so i'm personally really excited about that
1: that's Um, interesting
2: we really yeah we really not have not delved into what it means yeah I think we all just assume um, that
1: because Rumple wrote it in or whatever mm-hmm. that that's why it exists but it's interesting to note that it has existed and that there are other saviors and uh, that apparently there's something that maybe connects them or affects them and that kind of thing I, I wish that Merlin yeah. was still around or that they brought him back. Cause I feel like he would know that kind of stuff, and he would be able to explain it.
2: Exactly. Even if it's like in a flashback. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Bring him back. He was amazing. Um, but kind of regarding that, if you did not watch the Aladdin preview, um, at the very end, Jafar is kind of taunting Aladdin throughout the whole thing, and he basically says, "It's never. That's why you'll never ever hear it said that." a savior about a savior is that they lived happily ever after so there's apparently a lot to do with the savior you know that you're not going to get your own happy ending you might be able to get other people's happy endings but you won't get one yourself Oh no the savior's curse let's um, say yeah there's a curse the savior's curse dun, <laughs> So, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, I'm really excited for that storyline, specifically. Um, So, regarding Aladdin, rather than sticking completely to the original story, kind of like they did with Frozen, um, not touching it very much and tweaking it a lot, um, once we're putting its classic spin on the story of Aladdin. So, we'll be seeing more more creativity Uh around that story, rather than just cut
1: and paste which they characters. kind of have to do to be uh, quite honest especially if they are somewhat going to try to keep the once upon a time in wonderland mythology because it really won't make any sense exactly. if they're exactly. gonna continue on with that mythology because we've already seen the sultan the sultan obviously is not the father of jasmine and that whole mm-hmm. kind of thing exactly so yeah
2: they're kind of forced into a corner in that aspect, but um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what other spins they put on it. Um, regarding if the evil queen will sway Henry to the dark side, Eddie Kitsis likened their dynamic to Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Vader loved his son, he just wanted him to come over to the dark side. You're the evil queen. You still love your child. It's just you wish Henry wasn't worried about being the author and helping these people that she lovingly refers to as idiots. She would like Henry to help her. Like, curse the town. So, evil queen wants Henry to be on the dark side, but will Henry be swayed? Um... So hopefully we'll be getting into more dynamic of Henry a little bit. Um, I know his author skills are going to be playing into the story, kind of like what we saw from the season six description that he's going to be offering to help finish writing the tales of these characters. Um, so he'll be hopefully being more prominently featured um, and he'll we'll get to see his dynamic with the Evil Queen um rather than chess regina um another exciting bit of news for bell fans is that we're going to be getting more info and story on bell's backstory and her f- um family i guess um this was an article done by zap to it um they said when she come when bell comes out of the box She's back a Storybrooke. and you learn a lot about Belle and her family in the process of all of that. Um, which is interesting. We Belle hasn't had a ton to do, and we haven't learned a ton about her past, so it's gonna be interesting to see more of that and to learn more about her character throughout this whole storyline of hers. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um There was an article done by TV Line, and this is when they gave us kind of the first look um, photo at the premiere, which was of Snow White. Um, And the article that went with it was talking about Snow White's old feud with the evil queen is going to come into play again this season. Um, The queen will be trying to exact her revenge on the princess. Snow's history with Regina comes back to haunt her and Charming. Adam Horwitz tells TV line as a plan to set in motion years ago by the evil queen comes to dangerous fruition in present day storybook. Might this ominous twist tie into what Josh Dalish shared at comic-con that some things David thought were truth in his life. Maybe weren't so true that the Charmings would have stuff to deal with. So, There is a lot coming up for uh, Snow White and Prince Charming. There's a lot of past that's going to be coming up for them. They've said that in quite a few interviews. Um, They'll be going through it together, of course, as they always do. But uh, we'll be seeing them kind of in action again and having to deal with new things. Um, Things that, from their past, that they were not aware of. Or I just hope it's not another secret. The secret, secret, secret. Oh, the secret. (laughs) Hopefully not. <laughs> Katie land, loves a not. good secret. Uh, oh, Lord. A good secret. Okay, a good secret, not a bad one. Uh. So, there's that. We'll be seeing a lot more snow and charming. Now, this is an interesting bit of information. This was done by TV Line, And they were talking about the land of Untold Stories. They were asking... Regarding how the untold stories were played out in Storybook, this is what they said. What happens to some of these stories if they don't quite finish the way we thought they did, or, and were suspended midstream? And what would make characters want to suspend their stories? That pause button is poised to come undone whether they like it or not. In the latter scenario, what you'll be seeing is our characters wanting to help, says Eddie. And we see Emma back in the position where she's a savior trying to help people find their happiness. And they said that we're going to be getting a lot of more season one feels in the sense that Emma's going to be going around in her bug around Storybrooke trying to uh, be the savior and um, save people and uh finish their stories. So, it's going to be interesting um to see characters who maybe suspended their stories willingly because they didn't want to complete their stories. Um I'm really interested to see how that plays out specifically. Um but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I'm really excited for this aspect. This is one of the main things that I'm really excited for this season. Is the untold stories, um, to see how they mm-hmm. finish, um, to see who paused their story intentionally, and who maybe didn't pause their story intentionally and wanted to finish it, but were you know cast into this land. I hope
1: they explain uh, the land a little bit, even if it's just exposition, like mm-hmm. why that land existed I mean obviously it exists because it's a refuge for all these people but like why yeah. is it a refuge
2: yeah exactly exactly um, yeah so I really do hope that they do that give us a little bit of information about that because we really didn't get that in the finale. So, I guess we shall see. Um, someone um, on EW Spoiler Room articles, someone asked, Is there anything Once Upon a Time related? If you can give me Captain Swan info, I'll be grateful. They said the show will be diving more into Hook's past as his relationship with Emma moves forward. Last year, we saw Emma saying I love you to him when they weren't in any sort of danger. Hook is excited to progress that relationship. At the same time, he is on his path of redemption, and we are going to see Hook doing his best to be heroic this year. We'll be seeing more of him trying to be heroic. Um, we will be seeing... Emma, keeping along the same lines, we will be seeing Emma keeping a big secret from Hook. Um, but what is it? We'll have to wait until the season 6 premiere to find out, but it's possible that her savior status means her and Hook's relationship, or any relationship she might have for that matter, is doomed. So that obviously must relate to... The, re, oh my gosh. That must relate to the um, curse of being yeah, the um, Yeah. So... We'll see what happens with that. But that is actually all I have for spoilers. That's it.
1: Good grief, Katie. Well, that was a lot.
2: Yeah, it was a lot. I forgo- You know, you forget how much collects over the summer. But uh, it sounds like there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up. So there's a lot of stuff to look forward to.
1: Yeah, I agree. What are you looking forward to the most, Katie?
2: Oh my goodness. Um... Well, I'm particularly looking forward to the Aladdin storyline for sure. Um, I have, I mean, Aladdin was never my favorite movie growing up, and I didn't watch it very often, but I have wanted them on the show for a really long time for some reason, especially after seeing Jafar in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. So I'm really excited to see them bring this over to the main ship. And even if it's not Naveen, I'm really excited to see how they play with these characters and you know how they relate um especially the whole savior mythology i'm really excited to get into that
1: nice i'm looking forward to all the returning characters to be quite honest i i love and i'm really excited about like the newbies but just seeing some of our favorites that unfortunately because of the uh, two arc per season format we didn't necessarily get a chance to see all that often because they might not have fit in with what uh, storyline they were trying to uh, convey. Mm -hmm. It's great to see, like, our, like, season one, season two, not regulars, but at least recurring characters come back full force. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about seeing sort of, like, Storybrooke not necessarily under attack. Or, like, you know, the suspense of, like, oh my gosh, doom and gloom, we have a big bad here that's going to kill us all. We need to, like, come up with a plan. It'll be nice to see sort of, like, Storybrooke calm, like, down a little bit. Yeah. So that aspect I'm really excited about. I'll be honest, I'm not that excited about the Evil Queen. I'm looking forward to seeing what they Mm -hmm. do with it, and maybe they'll sort of, like, calm my fears, because I feel like they could have maybe gone another route and, and like conveyed like the same sort of uh, thing of, you know, you have to accept your bad side, you know, you you know, this this has always been a part of you, you just have to accept who you really are and that kind of thing. Because I have a feeling, and I think we all do, that the reason or, or the the means to which that they will defeat the evil queen is Regina like accepting the evil queen and they're gonna merge back together. <laughs>
2: Probably. Yeah. So
1: we'll see what ends up happening, but I'm excited that we're back and better than ever. And uh, we're here to talk about this brand new season of once upon a time. So on that note, listeners join us next time for the season premiere of storybrook weekly mirror. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us.
0: Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Storybrook Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com/poppychuula radio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychuloradio.com.
1: Thanks, announcer. Katie, please wish the listeners a good night.
2: Good night, guys. Can't wait to see y'all or talk to y'all next week.
1: Thanks for tuning in, listeners. Download new episodes of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror every Tuesday via iTunes and the Poppy Radio Archives. New episodes stream via poppychuloradio.com every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific.